Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is Sugar Shane coming at you with another episode of Sanctuary Sweet Truth. Got Billy Dees with me. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, doing good. Can't complain. Good, good. Uh, going back to work tomorrow after a three-day off, after I came back from a vacation. Right. <laughs> but uh, as y'all know, the listen on a regular basis, I was in Cleveland Saturday, uh, First of all, I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I'm telling you, what an experience just to be around some of that stuff. It right. Was, uh, got to see the one of the typewriters, I mean a real typewriter, that Eddie Vedder used to write songs on, type them out, and uh, just a lot of things there you got to see. I mean, stuff from Elvis, Prince's outfits, saw the glove that Michael Jackson wore when he did the Billie Jean, uh, Billie Jean song. There's a lot of stuff. Right. And uh, it was it was it was an awesome experience, well worth it. Hope to go back again. Um, then Saturday night, of course, we went to the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, which was spectacular, phenomenal show. You can tell they've toned down a lot in fifteen years. There wasn't no naked sock performances or anything like that on stage, right. <laughs> uh, which were probably a lot of that was drug induced just to be honest. Uh-huh. And, uh, cause they've been known to have been on drugs in the past. Really? And, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Heavily. <laughs> and, uh, but with that being said, in their fifties, they're still jumping around all over stage. And I mean, fleet was tearing it up on the base. Like it wasn't nobody's business. So, I mean, they were like, they would do little, um, in between songs, they get together, him and the bass player and the guitar player, and they would play. And it was almost like they were ad-libbing as they went. Like one would start and the other one would jump in somewhere and just start going. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's what I wasn't what they were doing. Huh. They were they were that good working together. Great show, great show. A lot of weed smokers were there. You can see uh, weed I'm smoke sure. going up all over the place. But you know the only problem that we ever seen while we were there was a fucking drunk. Right. That was the only problem we had. He had to get 10 foot tall and bulletproof and run off at the damn mouth. And they got escorted out and all that shit. And it was all over with alcohol. They were drunk when they got there. Yeah. So, you know, and I was like, I was telling Christina, they're not going to get every one of these people in here with smoking weed because hell, if they got one, I mean, they were literally like all over. 
if they'd have got one, you'd have had to get another and another and another. I mean, you could <laughs> you just seen puffs of smoke going up all through the fucking arena. Right, right, right. I mean, shit. But uh, great show. Awesome, went awesome. To, went to Wink and Lizard, and uh-huh. uh, that was a good experience. First time I ever been there. Great food. Highly recommend them. Uh, I had uh, I just had a blue cheese hamburger with mushroom on it. That was real good. But their potato skins for appetizer was really good. And I'm big on potato skins. Right, right. Powers Booth passed away. Right, I heard that. Yeah, that's sad, man. He was a good actor, man. Yeah, he wasn't old. He was 68. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. young by, by today's standards. That's very yeah. Old. Yeah. 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 Well, fuck. If we were living in the wild, wild west, that'd be an old ass man right there. But <laughs> by today's standards, yeah, it's young. Absolutely. Hell, life expectancy back in, I think, was in the damn 30s, wasn't it? Probably not much that. above that. 40s, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it, wasn't, it wasn't very high. That's sad as shit. I'd already be dead by now. fuck I hope everybody had a happy Mother's Day that is a mother Uh, me and my wife just chilled here at the house and watched some I Love Lucy episodes which that was cool Uh, right I tell you Lucille Ball was a comedic genius I've had the I've had the privilege to go to her city oh she was man she was I mean she was spectacular just to see how she worked i mean she could use her body her whole emotions and everything if you ever want to model anybody well, it well don't matter if you're a man or a woman as far as act comedic acting she is one i've always said her and john ritter and charlie chaplin were three people that you need to really john ritter was phenomenal as an as oh, a comedic yeah. actor and a lot of people don't realize it uh, he uh, the way he got his role is when he went on the set of Three's Company, he stumbled in there on purpose and fell over in front of the director, and everybody just said, "That's the guy we got right. We need right there," and that's how he got the part. Mm. And uh, he was a he was a great comedic actor. Well, I heard that uh, Assad over in Syria is using a crematorium next to the prisons, next to a prison over there now. Have you heard about really? that? No, yeah. I have not heard that. No, yeah, that's what that's what they're saying. They're saying he's they're using a crematorium now, and uh, pretty much, I guess he takes them from the prison straight to there. That sounds like a goddamn concentration camp here. That sounds, sounds like, like something. Yeah, 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 that sounds. If that's indeed true, that sounds like some damn Hitler shit. Hundred and eighty-five thousand. I know this is going to hit the Boy Scouts hard. They just they just don't know it yet. 185,000 Mormon church uh, 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 cuts ties with the Boy Scouts. That's how many members, 185,000 Mormons are members of the Boy Scouts, and they're cutting ties with the Boy Scouts. I guess really? Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> they said that it didn't have anything to do with the whole gay thing and you know whatever it was. But I don't know why else they'd be damn cutting out like that. I mean, if you're gonna be yeah, a man, of, if you're gonna be a man of convictions, fess up, admit. It'd be best if that's the reason. Say, look, you know, we, our teachings don't agree with it. We're not hating on you. We wish you the best, but we're going to we agree to part ways. That's all you got to do. Right. If you're gonna, right. If you, you know, don't hide when it comes time to take a stand. But. uh 
they said they got was two point three million Americans in uh, or kids or scouts in in America. Did you realize that two point three million? Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One hundred eighty-five thousand is a dip in the bucket for that shit. Was you in Boy Scouts? No, I did not do that. Yeah, I was in it, but I didn't make it to Eagle Scout. I, I went a ways, but not all the way. Right. But uh, hmm. a- assholes tend to make you quit. But they intend to start their own program. I guess the something. Re- yeah, the they're gonna start. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're gonna start their own program. I guess something related to, you know, something like the Boy Scouts. Well, I guess you heard about the North Korea launched a missile this weekend. That is correct. And they say it went 500 miles. Yeah, it went a long way. It was in the air for about 30 minutes or so, I believe. Yeah. And they said if it was flatter, it could have been a U.S. military base in Guam. Right. And they claim, now this is probably just them talking shit, but I, I don't know anymore. They claim they got one that can hit the United States. I don't know. That could be shit, but like I said, I don't know anymore. This some bitch is getting closer and closer. I'll say that. Yeah. He's already knocking on a door, hitting our territory. If he was to hit Guam. Well, the way I understand it, with a uh, ICBM, they go on up to the to the fringes of space. So they're up there quite a ways, and and the 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 skill comes, and as they re-enter, as you know, they get really hot. And oh yeah. The, I believe it's like only the tip of the missile comes back in, but you have to be able to, while it's under all that heat and under all that stress, you have to still be able to guide it to the right place. Mm. And uh, of course, with a nuclear. You you only have to get close. <laughs> you don't you yeah. don't have to be right on the target. Right. But nonetheless, it does require some skill to do that, and uh, a lot of people question how far along they really are with that. Right. But, I uh, do. I, as I'm one of those. Right. I'm not sure where they're at. But I, I mean, they don't scare me in a sense, you know, or anything like that. I don't go to bed worried about it. But you just, I just know that, you know, right. I wonder how advanced they are getting if anything is happening. Right, right. Oregon man stabbed a grocery store clerk. You hear about that one? Was this the one with the head or was that another yeah. one? Yeah. No, that's okay. this one. You got it. All right. He, ro- robbed a mo- he stabbed a woman, and I think it was a woman at a clerk. I think it was a woman at the uh, thrift store. And he was holding a severed head. Wow. After they arrested and apprehended the guy, about 20 minutes later, they got a 911 call from a woman saying they found a dead body. And they say that they're tied together, which I'm assuming the body she found had no head. Wow. Good Lord. Do you imagine what that have been like to be sitting in that store and somebody come running through the damn store with a knife and a head in their hand? Oh, uh, man, the world is getting crazier and crazier is all I can tell you. Oh, man, it don't seem like there's any stop to stupidity. Had a cyber attack over the weekend, too, they said. I don't know who that affected. I didn't have any issues. But Well, it was a uh, one of them things that locked down your computer. 
And from what I understand, uh, the, first, the, the worst of it was like in through the European area. And a lot of the computers that were hit were XP. And uh, or they were more recent versions of the operating system, the Windows operating system that did not have all the updates. And uh, a lot of these as well were, quote unquote, unregistered licenses, meaning they were pirated programs, which means that they didn't get the updates. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, Queen essentially... You know, something like this can can strike at any time. You really have to be careful about emails anymore. Yeah. The bad the bad thing about opening up an email, depending on 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 how it's written, is that you invite something into the computer anytime you you do that. Same with download. You have to be very careful where you download things from. And all those things combined, my my. My general feeling is to be very careful about the emails that you open. Keep your computer up to date in terms of all the updates that it needs and have some good security software on your computer. Yeah. Uh, so, but there's never, uh, there's never a, a guarantee. No matter what type of computer you have, no matter what type of operating system you have, there's just a lot of bad things out there now, and you just have to be very careful. This last yeah. one, the one you're talking about, was Windows Pacific. Yeah, I, uh, I've had a few viruses. Hell, I had a worm one time on my computer. Had to take the whole damn thing apart, just swipe it all. Yeah. Yeah, them suck. Well, yeah. Trump is ready to fire a lot of people, claims have been made. He's ready to fire a lot of people on his staff. And it's one and, uh, Boehner and Spicer are <coughs> two up. <laughs> I'd have got rid of Spicer a long fucking time ago, man. That is the most boring talking son of a bitch. And he can't damn talk half the time. He gets up there and just stumbles all over the damn place. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's terrible. He needs some spice. I don't know why he's got the last name Spicer. He needs some spice. He needs something to kickstart <laughs> his damn speech, brother, because it's terrible. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, it's terrible. I got to tell you about a funny story that happened here in Canton. Oh, go ahead. Last week or so, there's a... I know I know exactly where this happened. There's on, on West Tusk, which is short for Tuscarora Street, which is the main one of the main drags in Canton. There's a little... Uh, right off of 77 there, there's a... An area where there's a couple of strip shopping centers, and a, co- a lot of them have vacant storefronts. And I don't know if it was Thursday or Friday, one day last week, somewhere around in there. There were some people walking in front of the storefront, and there's a sign that says, for lease, you know. And they look inside, and there's these <laughs> there's these horses, two horses, looking back at them <laughs> inside, oh, the, Lord. inside the store. <laughs> Well, yeah, of course, they, they're they wondering, you know, what's this about? So they call the police, and the police come out there. And they get inside this building, and they find this guy who's in the back room, and he's laying on the floor sleeping. And they investigate this, and this guy had legal access to the store. And I don't know if he worked for the 
if he worked for the people who owned it or if he was part of the, the management system or whatever. But apparently what happened was is he, he has this farm in, you know, I'm not sure if it's Canton South somewhere. He has this farm down there. And he was up here doing some stuff, and he stopped with some buddies or something and started drinking, and he got drunk. And he decided that he, he wasn't good to drive. So, oh, good. <laughs> to sleep it off, he put the horses in the store, and he laid down in there with them, you know. And I guess, he, I, from what I understand, he, he put a bucket of water in there. Oh, my God. That's and, you know, funny. for the horses to take a drink. That's <laughs> but, but But anyway. Now, I, I don't know. I hope they don't charge this guy with something too bad because the last I heard, they were talking about animal cruelty. He he didn't do nothing to these horses, yeah, man. Yeah, that's you stupid. Know, that's you stupid. Know, he, I hope they don't. Do, he he just basically sat in there to, to sleep off his, his alcohol. Yeah. He, brought, he brought the horses in there with him. They had some water there. If and, anything, uh, if anything, it may have saved his life or somebody else's life. Absolutely. What did they? Yeah, I, I mean, what would they rather have him do? Go and take somebody out? Yeah. And uh, this whole thing about animal cruelty. Oh, come on! I mean, this guy isn't a criminal. You know, he's a hilljack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that could be the case. Yeah, for sure. But he's. he's he, I. I don't perceive this guy as being. You know, a bad guy or a criminal or anything like that. He's just, no, me neither. Enjoying life maybe a little too much. Edward Snowden. Uh, evidently, some family had kept him. Uh, he, they had let him live with them, you know, in secret. Right. While he was in Hong Kong. They've been denied asylum. Evidently, they've been trying to get whatever out of there. And uh, the reason why is Hong Kong wants them gone. They don't care if they split the family up or what. They want them gone because apparently they're ashamed of the situation or whatever the hell the case may be. I forget exactly. And they've been denied it. So, you know, I tell you what, you get if you seen that movie on Edward Snowden. I know I haven't, but I I, I do kind of want to check that out. That, that, yeah, that, you uh, need to you need to check it out. Yeah, you need to mm-hmm. check it out. It'll give you a different opinion of him. He wasn't yeah, as bad as everybody. He wasn't as bad as everybody makes him out to be. I, I still have mixed emotions about him. I mean, I'll check out the movie and all. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a it's it's a good movie. I mean, I don't think I don't think everything he done was bad. I mean, maybe he did it the wrong way. Maybe that's the, the thing right the, there. There's, yeah. he, he could have accomplished what he accomplished without compromising all the people that he did and all the information that he did. Right, that's I the mean, thing he, right there. I yeah. think he might have. Yeah, like I said, I think he might have went the wrong way about mm-hmm. it. But uh, Tom Brady, I guess he's just humble as hell because he said he is not the greatest of all time. Then what the fuck are you, man? He needs no, to he's go up back. There. He needs to go back and watch the end of that Super Bowl last year. <laughs> <laughs> Some bitch, damn! He didn't even look human. Yeah. Well, he uh, uh, he and and Belichick have been the two consistent elements of that team for a long time now other really great players have come and gone uh, he's always had a good team around him and to his credit from what i understand he has been very team friendly with his contract negotiations and what that means is he wants he wants good players around him and that also speaks to his overall greatness so to speak as he realizes he has to have talented people around him right 
And uh, that's that's just a good winning organization. That's all there is to it. Whether you like them or not, I mean, it's just. I don't have really- any, I don't have any dislike for them. I just get tired of you know the same thing every year. Same people all the tired. time. Sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's not that I hate New England. I mean, after they've been a dry spell for a few years, I probably wouldn't care about one other one. It's just you know tired of the same thing every time. Right. That's the only thing I've ever said. But uh, Derek Jeter retired. Yep. He had 3,465 hits in his career. Only 260 home runs. But he had a career batting average of 310, which is pretty damn impressive. Yeah, that is good. So, uh, great ball player. Best year he had was a 99 overall. And, uh, but great ball player. Top-notch guy, really, to be honest with you. I always thought he was a pretty good guy. Don't care for the team he plays for. (laughs) (laughs) Not a Yankees fan, but I do like Derek Jeter. He's a good guy. And the last story I got before we get to the topic is in Titusville, Florida. This family evidently got burglarized, and a dog got stolen, too. It's a little Yorkie. Oh. The family is offering $5,000. For the return of that dog, but I say fuck that. Take that five thousand dollars and buy your ass a good guard dog, and maybe you won't get robbed next time. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Buy you a damn uh, Rottweiler and put him at the front door and stop that shit. <laughs> yeah. Five thousand dollars to get the same old dog back didn't do shit the first time he was there. That don't make no sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding, people. I'm not that. I'm not that mean. I know if you have right. an animal you love yourself, it's just a joke. Hell, you got to be careful. I made a post today on my Facebook wall. I said, hey, "I see the bipolars or something." Is what I was talking about on here. We know one minute to up, <laughs> one minute to down. I put that on a damn wall. Right. And I said, and I said, y'all have, I hope y'all have a good day. Well, it was a joke. It really was. I wasn't meaning it to be mean. If somebody was offended by it, then oh fucking well. But sure enough, this one person said, well, that was a mean thing to say. Something come billicky or bitchy or something. I don't know what her last name was. but <laughs> So I go to check it, and I sure enough, bitch blocked me. I'm like, what the fuck? Over that? That's crazy. Yeah, over that? <clears throat> Shit. She must be a new Facebook member, or she's done, or she'd have done blocked over half the fucking world. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, uh, yeah, she's a fucking. I very dumbass. seldom, I, I very seldom block anybody. You have to do something really, really off the wall before I'll do that. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't block anybody unless uh, I think it's a possibility it's an asshole that's been reporting my shit or something. <laughs> like if like if I have a strong intent, you know, feeling that it could right, be because because right. maybe the day before they were the one bitching back and forth, and then all of a sudden now I got a report, then I'll block them. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but then I'll do it, and I block people I don't want to contact me. Other than that, well, let's get to the topic I got here. Well, topic for tonight is I didn't tell it at the beginning, but anyway, are you superstitious? And if so, why? You know, we're in the year 2017, and you think 
old customs that have been done by that were done by people in the in 1400s and the 1200s and all that shit by druids and all that all that superstitious shit would be long gone by now but believe it or not there are people out there that are superstitious die hard oh yeah and i'm going to tell you something that might piss some of y'all off but as i always say oh well most of those people that are superstitious are religious. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. I pay attention to shit like that. Most of the time, the religious people are superstitious. And I don't understand that. Well, they're very closely related as far as I'm concerned. Well, I can see them being related as far as where you're coming from. But from where I would be coming from is here you are telling me you got faith to move mountains, but you're worried about stepping on a crack on the fucking sidewalk. Yeah, sure. But that don't make sense. That's where I'm talking about, where I'm coming from. I don't know how they get mingled together if you're supposed to be so dependent on a God, whoever that God may be, and they're walking and guiding your life or whatever the case may be, and you're going to worry about black cats shooting across the fucking street. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm coming from. But I do know where you're coming from because they're all kind of similar. You know. Uh, well, if you go back to the early origins of, of man, one of the first things when, when man became an intellectual enough of a creature to ponder his own existence, one of the first things that they started doing was. They couldn't explain certain things. They didn't exactly understand what a day was, what the sun was, rising and setting and all this. So naturally, superstitions, mysticism, and all those things which have eventually led to organized tenets, which we call religion, all that type of thing spawned from trying to understand or put meaning and purpose behind natural events. So that's why I, that's where I'm coming from with that. Right. Yeah, I agree. The same thing. Well, that's just like if you go to Haiti. I don't know people that have been down there, and they go to their churches. Supposed to be churches, you know, teach Christians or whatever the case may be. But they'll be cutting chickens and running around the damn church practicing voodoo. Yeah. And Christianity <laughs> mixed together. So that's what I mean. It's just their custom. You know, they mix the two. So I guess, you know, and, you know, if you think about it, there's a lot of, I, I don't know if I guess you call them customs. I call them kind of superstitions, even within the Catholic Church. If you get right down sure. to it. Yeah. I mean, you got statues. You got uh, those things they wear around their neck, supposed to be saints, and they pray to them. I mean, I know that's prayer. But still, yeah, it's almost like a superstition. You know, they thought some of them can keep them on them because they think it brings them good luck almost. Like just watching over them or something. Sure. But, that's president. That's president in a lot of religions. I oh, mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not just Catholic. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know that about Scientology. I was watching it. Lo and behold, I learned this shit from South Park. I can't believe I was watching it. It was on. <laughs> but, uh. I'm not a fan of the show. I was just happy to be there where it was on. But they were telling the story of Scientology, and it was based on what this fucking writer 
wrote, there was a science fiction writer that created a religion. I forget his damn name. L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And he said that these <laughs> souls were released down here from another planet, brought down here, and the souls were sucked out of the space, blown out of the whatever, tubes sucked them down here on Earth. Souls. And they wandered on here till they found man, and they entered the man. And these souls were apparently uh, disgruntled and had bad feelings and bad emotions. Some of them did, and that's how we got the bad in the world. <laughs> now, if you're a Scientologist, hey, I'm not knocking you. There ain't no way in hell you'll ever sell me on that, bro. <laughs> I can't understand it. People in Britain. Women carry, I guess they still do, uh, carry acorns, uh, supposed to help you stay young forever. Uh-huh. Yeah. At Turkey, you can't chew gum. At, you ain't supposed to chew gum at night because if you do, it's like you're uh, chewing on the flesh of the dead. Yeah. Don't know how the hell that got started. But uh, and if you're going to an important meeting... Look for a goat because it absorbs the evil. That's why it's supposed to bring good luck. Oh, I like this one. An awkward silence means an angel is crossing over you. Well, I guess there's a lot of cry- <laughs> I, guess, I guess there's a lot of angels that go faucet over my ass all fucking day. Then yeah. I, I have awkward silences. I don't know how many damn times there today. Hey, let it go. Angels, hell, I have angels cross over me during a fucking podcast. <laughs> what the hell are they talking about? Oh, God, just this stupid shit. In Japan, you pass a graveyard or a, ho- or a hearse passes you, you tuck your thumbs in to protect your parents, and you tuck your thumbs into your hand. Russia, if a bird shits on your house or any of your property or car or whatnot, that's a sign you'll be rich. Well, man, when I get my car out tomorrow, I'm going to park it right near a nest somewhere. I want them to shit the hell out of it. Just shit all over that car because I want to be rich. Right, right. Opal is considered to be bad luck to wear it. And it was started by a book from 1829. I forget the, the name of the book. But it was written in, and it was uh, when it was read, it affected opal so bad the sales of opal dropped fifty percent, hmm. all because of us, because of this superstition. Yeah. And I like it. Looking into a mirror steals your soul. Some say the same thing about cameras. That was a big Native American superstition. Yeah. Well, my point is, I just can't understand why, in this year that we're in. All that we know, all that science has proven and whatnot, how you can still believe that if you crack a mirror, you're going to have seven years of bad luck. Yeah. I mean, did superstition start that far back, the same as religion? That's an interesting question. I, my My guess is that... Superstitions and uh, the idea that there were forces outside of the physical world 
that were impacting your life. That's that that goes pretty far back. Oh, that goes really far back. Yeah. Is that because man didn't have the ability to? Well, I guess the equipment that we have now. Well, even today, there's a temptation when you don't understand something to make the to go the next step and say, well, there has to be something spiritual or something that we don't understand involved. And the fact of the matter is, in the purest sense, yeah, it might be something you don't understand, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it has a supernatural explanation. A lot of times uh, this happens with coincidences. That's another thing. You know, you'll hear people say often, now, you can't tell me that that just happened. Well, yeah, right. I can. I, I can tell you that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, here, here's how here's how that happens. Here's how it works. There's any number of data that we are handling throughout the day. We handle phone numbers. We handle addresses. We handle names. We, you know, There's all kinds of stuff passing through our fingertips. And most of the time, these things pass without significance. But when two things coincide, naturally we say, aha, that's more than just a coincidence. That, 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 that was meant to happen. Yeah. Well, here, here's the thing. Anytime you have events that are rapidly occurring, any two specific events, the odds that any two specific events are going to happen or coincide in some way are very low. But the likelihood that two... The, the not impossible. Right. The likelihood that two random events are going to coincide is inevitable. Right. And that's why that's why coincidences are always talked about after they happen and are never predicted. Uh, a good way to illustrate this is if you if you take a pair of dice and you try to roll snake eyes. It might take you a while to do that. But if you take a whole box of dice and dump them onto the floor, it's inevitable that two of them are going to have snake eyes. Oh yeah. But we only we, and, we, and we attach significance onto those two. We forget about all the others, and that that's that's how that's how coincidences become more than what they are, and and then people take it to the next level and try to attach some significance to it. Right. Yeah, I've seen it, that. It, it's a natural thing to you know to want to do, I guess, but you just have to guard against all the time. Yeah. Now that was, you can't tell me that that wasn't meant to happen. Yeah. I've been around some fanatic nut jobs, brother. You ain't telling me nothing I don't already know. I've seen folks, man, walk outside, fucking wee on direction. I mean, a sign from this or sign for that. Yeah. Or I got a chill going up my left leg, man. That means it's gonna be this. I ain't bullshit you. That's some real shit. Yeah. That's some crazy shit, but it's some real shit. And I always, I always love it how, like you were talking about, after something happens. But after something happens, all these motherfuckers be like, "I knew that was going to happen." Well, why didn't you just tell somebody then? Oh, it's funny you knew it after it fucking happened. Right. Right. They told me, Lord, let me know that was going to happen. Well, hell, why didn't you tell us? We all could have voted that shit. <laughs> right, right. It's all I knew. 
I thought, that shit don't impress me none. You want to impress me, tell me about the now. Tell me what about the next 15 minutes. Don't tell me about a bunch of shit after I'm dead and gone. Oh, I knew Shane was going to go. Well, I did too. I just didn't know when. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but don't be so stupid as to hang on to that crazy shit, man. Superstitions, man. I mean, I'm not talking about your faith. That's your faith. That's your faith. Whatever you believe. I'm talking about just plain old superstitions. It don't make sense. Maybe your faith teaches that. I don't know. I don't know of any off the top of my head that teaches to use superstitions, but maybe it does. I don't know. Apparently, I don't know them all out there. I didn't know that much about Scientology that our souls was floating around. <laughs> that tripped me out, man. I laughed probably 10 minutes when I was watching that episode. I didn't know. The only thing I knew about them that I had heard was a woman ain't supposed to scream during childbirth or show any kind of whatever. That's the only one I'd heard. I didn't really see a lot of them. I didn't know nothing about that. And uh, I didn't know it was started by a science fiction writer. How in the fuck do you go follow a religion started by a science fiction writer 50 fucking years ago? How the hell do you do? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, Dianetics was really big. That was a really big book. I mean, that was on the, I mean, that, that book was, that, that book was around for a long time. Is this supposed to be the one that explains all that soul floating shit? I don't know if it goes through all the details of the religion, but that that was one of the one of the key things that got Scientology started. Yeah, I can't make heads or tails out of it. I never. I, I, I just. I don't know. I just can't see. The first thing I, the first thing would be a damn red light for me that would go up. It's when they told me it was started by our great leader, the science fiction writer, Ron, uh, whatever. <laughs> That's what the fuck Hubbard, you said? Yeah, L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, mm -hmm. L. Ron, Ron Hubbard. That's exactly what I'd say. As soon as they told me that, I'd be like, okay, let me show you the door because we're done here. <laughs> yeah. People don't have any fucking common sense. That right there would be right there by moment. I wouldn't have to hear nothing else. Nothing else would have to be told. As soon as you well, told you know, me a science fiction writer. You, you mentioned Mormonism a while back. And one of my little things, I, maybe it's just me, but I see, a, 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 in my opinion, there's a lot of similarities between L. Ron Hubbard and Joseph Smith. Oh, if, yeah. you really, if you really start getting into Mormonism, they believe in some crazy stuff, the planets and all that, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kolob yeah, and all that, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I got a aunt, that, a great aunt that was a Mormon. I read a little bit of the Book of Mormon one time just to be reading it. I didn't get all the way through it, but I read a little of it. And, uh, yeah, they, I know they believe there's 12 levels to heaven or something like that, and they got top level. I know that. Of course, who else is going to get top level, man? It's got to be the Mormons. So, but <laughs> I don't understand what each level is. But 
Yeah, they got them. Yeah, you're right, though. I've always. And I'll tell you what, another one is Seventh Day Adventist. Yeah. I don't know if you know much about them. That was started by a woman that supposed to have had visions and something like that. And she wrote down everything about being a Seventh Day Adventist. The only reason why I know this is I had a friend that wanted me to go and uh, check it out with him because his uncle was in that religion. So I went like I think four times to four different cities and sat through it. And I was like, Lord, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Not today. Right. But... Yeah, they, they came up and asked me, said something about it, and I said, no, nah, you ain't going to. I'm just straightforward and honest with any motherfucker. It don't matter to me. He came up and he said something about coming up there wanting me to join. I said, no, nah, dude. I said, I'm just here with him. I said, I'm just here to watch, see what it is. I said, I ain't buying all this. <laughs> right. <laughs> ain't no shit. Ain't no sense of trying to tell him I'm interested. Because it's just a bunch of shit. Think about it this week if you have any superstitions. Think about it if you do. Do you X the windows automatically when the cat go across the street and uh, all that stuff? Or do you you know worry about umbrellas being open in the house? Whatever the case may be. Do you have some kind of superstition? Maybe you've made your own superstitions. You know, you can create your own superstitions. You can believe a certain pair of socks is lucky and you'll wear them all the time. That's a superstition. Ball players do that sometimes. Oh, yeah. That's real common in sports. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. If they feel like a, a jock strap's perfect for them, they wear <laughs> God, could you imagine wearing that son of a bitch for said damn 162 games out of the year? But No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the reach, by the time he reaches game about 90 or 95, that fucking locker room's going to be telling him, you better lose, motherfucker. <laughs> we don't need that no more. But, uh... That's all I got for that. I do want to make mention and give thanks to SKO Radio, as I've made mention to you, Billy. It's a radio station, internet starting up. Projected date to start is October the 2nd, I believe. Uh, I'll keep you posted on that. Um, Alrighty, sounds good. I've pretty much decided that I am going to do it, and uh, I'm going to give it a shot. And uh, Me and him got the same vision. Uh, me and him has been talking about today off and on. And uh, we both seem to be on the same page. We want to take it to the next level. And uh, Well, that's awesome. I mean, I've always said internet radio is the way it's going to be because I've said it in the past many times. And uh, so might as well start now. Right. Give it a shot anyway. And uh, other than that... Uh, Meeting, we're going to have a meeting next month. Hopefully you can go, Billy, just check it out with me. Oh, sure. Okay, I'll try to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, going to be uh, interesting. You're going to – I hope I can do at least two shows a week is what I'm going to do, what I'm wanting to do is uh, at least two a week. But it's going to be dependent on my schedule and availability with them too as well. But, right, right. Um. I know a lot of times because of my schedule now, I could do a lot now. Uh, Mid afternoons, like well, anywhere from like four o'clock on, something like that, I could do a pretty decent time, uh, show because I'm off work by two. But 
Well, that's all I got for this episode. Uh, you got anything you want to? <clears throat> I'm good to go. Good to go, man. Good to go. All right then, man. Uh, you had the topic for me on Thursday, and uh, right, right. We'll have a show eleven o'clock Thursday night, and until then, y'all have a good one. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the. Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.